After 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. And today, a very special day, to say the least. Uh, what a difference three weeks make. Uh, last time we were here, it was a very special day. Uh, the Nefesh Benefesh July flight. But today, it's an even more incredible and wonderful celebration. As um, we are in a, we're about to start, once the plane arrives, a full-blown, amazing August ceremony here at Ben-Gurion Airport. So Baruch Hashem, as we've been saying all through the week, things are calmer, things are uh, uh, less tense, things are amazing here in Israel, and today's ceremony with Nefesh Benefesh will reflect all of that. Very special day here at JM in the AM. Keep it right here at 91 point. 1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web, jmandtheam.org.
Christian Veroba does an amazing job with that song. Get on the next flight now, he calls it. Uh, in reference, of course, to making Aliyah, to getting to Israel as soon as possible. Uh, before that, the footsteps with Lech Lecha. Appropriate group name for the title of that song. The Moshav band had come back. And uh, Regish, of course, Modani opening things up. We are in, in Ben Gurion Airport. We love this tradition. We are here as the uh, Nefesh Benefesh flight is set to land very soon. And uh, within the next uh, half hour, and at that time, the uh, amazing sight of over 330 Olim, families, lone soldiers, a great group of people who are committed to a life in Israel, who are ready to establish and set their roots down here in the Holy Land. They'll be coming off that plane, and they'll be walking into this ceremony here at Ben Gurion Airport. Uh, already some excitement here because Natan Sharansky, who um, never misses these welcoming ceremonies, is already here. He is uh, in the airport. He is uh, in the room where the ceremony is going to take place in this terminal. And just seeing him and recalling and remembering his struggle for Aliyah, which was even more difficult <laughs> than North American Aliyah, and uh, what it meant for those of us who remember that day in 1986 when he was uh, finally released from the Soviet Union and moved to Israel. It's just incredible as I look at him now and how and how now he is the centerpiece of the welcoming committee with Nefesh Benefesh here at the airport. Just the whole thing is remarkable. JM and the AM, it's a Tuesday morning, and this is how we close out our trip to Israel. I want to thank everybody who's been uh, incredible and wonderful for us. In the Holy Land, I want to thank PC Guy, who's handling all of our engineering. We continue to recommend his amazing PC services at thepcguy.co.il, thepcguy.co.il. Big thank you to the Inbal Hotel, who hosted us yesterday for JM and the AM, and have been extremely hospitable all through this trip, and we thank them very, very much. And uh, we thank all of you for tuning in and making this a an amazing visit to Israel. The interest that people have in what's happening here in Israel really makes this an incredible journey and gives us a wonderful role to play during this summer of 2014. More coming up. Keep it here at JM and the AM. Here is Aaron Razel.
Redemption time. Aaron Razel here at JM in the AM. Tuesday morning, it's uh, Nefesh Benefesh. That's right. That's the uh, key. Uh, that's the key to today. We are here as the plane is about to land, as the ceremony is about to begin. <laughs> Seems kind of unusual that our bags are packed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would say for us, boss, it's just the way it rolls. Miriam L. Wallach is here. We say good morning. How good are you? morning, sir. How are you? Baruch Hashem, what a way to wrap up a trip, huh? Yeah, this is pretty intense. Uh, hundreds of olim in a full-blown ceremony, a little different than it was a couple... Of, and now I'm really glad that we made the trip a couple of weeks ago, because... Or actually, three weeks ago today it was, uh, because the uh, you know the, the old what a difference three weeks makes. It was three weeks ago today? Three weeks ago today, we landed here in Israel. Wow. And um, again, as I say, you know, what a difference three weeks makes... Um, the country has been transformed in many ways. The Jewish people have been transformed in many ways. It's been a transformative summer. Absolutely. And for the families we're about to meet and greet as they get off the plane, it's really a transformation. It's a transformation from being North American residents and raising families in places that we're familiar with on the other side of the ocean <laughs> uh, to coming here and establishing roots and uh, building a family. And making a real commitment to the future of Israel. We always say the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel. Here's an, an excellent opportunity for hundreds of people to prove it. And it's funny because, again, as we go back to the beginning of July, uh, there was some conjecturing. People were wondering if anybody would cancel or postpone right. their Aliyah plans. Again, as we saw with the July flight, there is no cancellation, no postponement. It is simply a remarkable commitment that is being carried through as we speak. The plane is scheduled to land uh, within a half hour. Which I mean, which means that uh, based on my timing, my estimation, as the buses pull from the plane to the terminal, um, I guess about 45 minutes from now, we'll start seeing a mob of people. Maybe not as large a mob as usual, but still a nice mob of people uh, reacting to their family and friends coming off the plane. They'll all come into the terminal and they'll get set to start their life here in Israel with all the final processing being done by Nefesh Benefesh. Etc. Etc. So, what are your feelings as we get set to go back to the United States, but leave hundreds of people here? <laughs> <laughs> leave hundreds of people here behind us. What's my thought? What are we doing wrong? <laughs> they keep sending us back. Um, it's been an incredible trip. First of all, it has just been an incredible trip. We saw a tremendous amount of the country. We really 
had our eyes and ears open to so many different things this trip that um, definitely definitely life changing. I would argue definitely life changing for a person who's been to Israel numerous times, both personally and professionally, and with family, etc. This has just been absolutely incredible trip. Yeah. So this was a this was a different type of trip and one that uh, took us unusually so took us to a whole variety of places around the country. And we finally got an opportunity to spend some time down south. Some people had made sure not to go down south this summer. We mm-hmm. got to made sure to be south on two occasions. Right. Um, and really the only, and, and people wondered about uh, the different things we would be doing relating to the war. And it really came down to a decision. When you think about it, we had one free half a day. Mm-hmm. That we could spend um, in activities like visiting soldiers or right. visiting those who had been wounded, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And, and we essentially decided that we're going to go down to a makeshift army base. That was basically what we decided to do last Thursday. And the makeshift army base was not just the only place we saw. We also saw one of the most incredible volunteer efforts by a community in Israel, in Kfar Maimon. We had an opportunity to see what people are living under in Kfar Aza and in right. Kfar Maimon, but it's right. even closer in Kfar Aza, right next to the Gaza border. Um, yeah, we certainly got an interesting perspective and met some amazing people down there. And uh, the soldiers, the encounters with the soldiers of all types. So there were Israeli soldiers who were born in Israel, Israeli soldiers who were born in the United States or other foreign countries. It was just a uh, really an amazing experience uh, to be with them and to uh, and to speak with them and to get their perspective and to uh, and to see what things were like when the uh, when the war started to uh, head into ceasefire mode. Uh, so that was um, that was one of the most amazing highlights. And imagine that our trip to Stay Road the next day, which, <laughs> which would have been the highlight, of course. And it was an, ama- right, an amazing right. highlight for us. But even that might take second place to the day before. That's how incredible this trip has been. In terms of radio, we had the chance to uh, broadcast yesterday from Jerusalem and, of course, Friday from Stay Road, uh, which was certainly uh, uh, an incredible feat for us uh, and something that I hope that uh, made an impression on people. A lot of folks decided to stay away this summer, and we've been somewhat critical of North American Jewry for doing that. But all of a sudden, it seems that, I don't know if you picked this up last night, I had an opportunity to walk the streets of Jerusalem last night, and it seems that now, post-Tishabov, there are people. There are more and more Absolutely. people coming in, and it, it looked like, you even commented to, in the car on the way here, that it just it looked busier last evening. Mamila last night was packed. There were people standing outside of restaurants waiting to get in which I thought was completely and unbelievably reassuring. Yeah. All of a sudden, people were like coming out of the woodwork. The weather was great, and everyone wanted to just get out. And last night was the first night um, of Chutzot HaYotzer, which is the Jerusalem um, Arts Festival, Arts and Crafts Festival, that takes place annually. And it was packed, absolutely packed. And there were kids of all ages, and it was dark outside, and it was night, and no, nevertheless... Families were out in droves. They were sitting on on grass, eating. Their kids were playing in the water, and they're sopping wet, and it's 9 o'clock at night, and everyone's giggling and having a good time. It really just felt like the entire city had finally taken a deep breath, a very well-deserved deep breath, and had come out of their homes to enjoy a beautiful summer night. Yeah, and I think you could extend that to the entire country, not just the yeah, city. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and uh, for those in our audience uh, who have an affinity toward uh, some of the great Jewish music stars, uh, the answer to the question about whether Avram Fried would play Sunday night in Yerushalayim is yes. It was an open area. 
the security personnel allowed it to go through. Thousands of people showed up. It was a very big uh, uplift. In fact, someone said to me yesterday, um, I met somebody on the street yesterday, and I asked them uh, if they went to the Avon Fried concert, and they said that we felt we had to go. We felt we just had wow. to get out with the public and express ourselves and celebrate together and be happy that things are going in the direction that they're going uh, and look back with a certain attitude, a certain uh, perspective on what's happened over the last few weeks in Israel, and they took full advantage of that. Uh, the last time we were in this room... There were uh, a limited number of chairs, uh, a maximum number of uh, a maximum number of uh, of people was about 50 that was allowed right. in. Right. And here, <laughs> and here, and here. Rock Davis is concerned that we're being disturbed. She's a good producer. We should get her on board. She is good. <laughs> and and a lot of people went ahead and uh, and, and unfortunately were canceled from right. from being here. And then today we thank God see hundreds and hundreds of seats. A full-fledged ceremony is, uh, is going to start soon once the plane lands, yes, this, and we are very excited about this it. This is certainly filling up, that is for sure, more reminiscent of our broadcast from here last year right. when you and I were incredibly humbled and seriously embarrassed as we walked off the plane and saw these throngs and the sea of people who were here to welcome Oli and looked at our press passes and then looked beyond us to see people with the Ola or Ola Chadashah stickers on them and i don't blame them but the, but this room is going to fill up very quickly it's always by the way fun for me to watch rooms like this fill up whereas we get the opportunity to be in a room before right. the event takes place um but watching the excitement go and and the barrecas go and and the co- coffee cups be filled and smiles filling the room i mean you can definitely feel that the excitement is going and and I am sure you know everyone at Nefesh Benefesh. I mean, first of all, Hakarat uh, Tov to everyone at Nefesh Benefesh who makes sure to bring us with them and that to allow us this op- incredible opportunity yeah. to be part of such a wonderful simcha, um, such a wonderful celebration. But also, they need to take they all need a good vacation after this. It has been a very trying summer for everyone at Nefesh Benefesh as well, um, making sure to coordinate and. And just get everything together. So I imagine that tomorrow's a day off, a Yom Kef, so to speak. Well, I hope so, because, because I think there are more flights coming in next week. There are more group flights coming in, not charters. Right, not charters. Not there charters. are more group flights coming in. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot of work to be done even between now and the rest of the summer. It's incredible. Uh, big thank you to Nefesh Benefesh for having us here, for making us part of the experience, and for allowing us to transmit this incredible feeling back to the USA. It's JM in the AM as we continue at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockin' County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org.
hearts to sing your praise, my heart to feel the joy. Let me have the gift for which I'm yearning, another night in Israel. Desert flowers blooming in the spring, the grapes upon the vine. Let me walk the beaches in the moonlight. Let me fall in love in Israel. Wherever you go.
a.m. in the a.m. Um, in Israel is done by uh, Sam Glazer. What a song. Chaim David had Takab Shofar. Aspak Laria had Kuma. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you're going to say about this. I um, I've just discovered a new experience. We we we've been here coming off the plane, as you know, and we've been here uh, uh, for a uh, scaled down ceremony where we basically uh, came off the plane also at that time. Very intimate. But this is now a completely different experience. Yeah. I'm glad we started the show early. I mean, glad in quotation marks that we started the show before the flight landed. Because as I'm sitting here, uh, it's not the group of Olim that I'm considering why on earth am I not on the plane. That's half the battle. That's half the problem. <laughs> the group that I keep seeing is people pouring into the airport who've been living here for years right. or months or weeks who are now here to greet this plane. It's the first time we've had this experience of being behind the scenes from the perspective of those who already live here. And the, I don't know if, I, if guilt feelings is the right word, the um, disappointment in myself is so much greater. When I see people from my generation who I remember who made Aliyah 20, 30 years ago, or older people who've been here for 5, 10 years, and uh, you just met a former student of yours right. who decided at some point to just move to Israel. Uh, he's still very young compared to someone like myself. And this is a t- and we just saw the Pilachowski family, mm-hmm. who you recall were part of that trip just three weeks ago. Now they're back in the airport like veterans. Like, like They're here to meet their daughter. Correct. Like Israeli residents. Right. Like uh, just completely, you know, three, <laughs> three weeks later and they're experts right. on living in the land. Uh, it's just unbelievable. I find myself being incredibly emotional already this morning. Oh, this is crazy. I don't know what to do. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, 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 think it's that do. Ad- I think it's that additional buildup of being with Olim. Uh, who've been here for quite a while already. It's real. Oh, and everybody's got the T-shirts. Yeah, they got some great T-shirts. Yeah, they have. There are some great T-shirts. I know that everyone's trying to still compete with the Eisenberg's shirt right. from the last trip. You know, stay calm and whatever it and was to fill it in. Oh, right, there are a variety of stay them. Stay calm, Chorma. Right. Stay calm, whatever it was. So shout out to the Eisenberg's of Neve Danielle because they are still ranking up there. And there the are t-shirts. people who are familiar to this audience who are going to be on this flight today. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Rabbi Benny Marilis. Right. Naomi and Benny Marilis are making Aliyah today. And uh, Benny works for Yeshivat Shalvim. And he's been on the air with us. Correct. They're actually moving to Israel. They're on this flight. It's about to land in the next few minutes here at Ben Gurion Airport. Yeah, Ellen Aaron Leibowitz. Right. They're, They're going to be on that flight as well. From West Hempstead. Actually, I had um, a quick chat via text with somebody who worked with Aaron for many years. They all went to say goodbye to him at the airport. And I asked how it was, and she said, so many families crying, so emotional, I'm a mess. And I said, I understand that, because this is the this is the uh, the fight with so many Chayalim, who are lone soldiers who come on their own and whose families say goodbye to them at the airport in JFK. Oh, this was the report from JFK. Yeah. You spoke to somebody who Allison was there. Rubin. On, and she was there on the spot. Yes. No, I thought maybe they got together the night before in someone's house and said oh, goodbye no. to him. This was actually everyone came to the airport. Correct. To say if goodbye. I understand it correctly, yes. And that airport scene in JFK, wow, I can only imagine what it was like. Yeah, we, again, we keep comparing it to, to past ones that we've been involved with. 
And this was really uh Right. Well last I'm year's sure this is something interesting. Well but remember last year's. Last year I noticed Yeah, last year was much more emotional. Last year was was very emotional watching parents say goodbye to their kids right. at the airport and then being on that flight with all those Chayalim Bodidim, all those lone soldiers who were so excited the flights here. The plane it's is taxiing. taxiing. The plane is taxiing. Oh They're officially in Israel. Oh my gosh. They're officially in Israel. Imagine that. Unbelievable! I'm pretty psyched. I got to tell you, this is a, this is <laughs> this is crazy. Incredible! This is really wonderful. I am. Um, so that means that within oh say. for sure, fifteen twenty minutes are going to be. Oh, in this room for here. sure! And you'll hear the band start up, and we heard the the uh, sound checks before before we got on the air at the beginning. And there's our other table going by. <laughs> um, <laughs> before we were on the air, we heard the sound checks. The um, the different musicians oh, they're experts here. at this already. They've done it 50 times. They're experts at this. Yeah, well. But again, this is the hour number one perspective, that we're here with the, all these people that have made Aliyah over all these years and are living such incredible lives in Israel. Uh, you keep pointing out how the country is one big uh, construction crane. Uh, yes. Every horizon seems to be expanding. Every city seems to be building. It is it's just bursting. amazing. It's bursting. By the way, according to the uh, Google search that I had someone do, Unemployment rate in Israel is six percent, which, by the way, for any right any Western country is unbelievable. Yeah, five would be like ideal. Like in the greatest of times in any country, usually it's around five percent. And so. didn't we read a report yesterday that um, that the shekel was stronger? Oh, the dollar's getting killed. Do you, right. know, do you know that? Do you know that people who are arranging different events in Israel? Compared to last year, because they're paying in dollars, and now being charged five percent more, like wow. they, it, it's it's losing such value the dollar, and the shekel is so strong, and be, so it used to be, you know, pay us in dollars, you right, get a better right, rate. Right. In, now it's pay us in shekel, and you could keep the same rate. Otherwise, forget it. We want dollars. Right. I mean, we want uh, we high want more money. Them, right. We want more money. This is it's pretty it's pretty incredible. I can't believe the the, the they're no oh, they're on time. Yeah. They are very much on time. It's crazy exciting. We should also just note, by the way, that um, while while the listeners back in New York can't appreciate the number of chairs that have been set up, there are hundreds and hundreds of chairs that have been set up for people who are joining the ceremony this morning. And I've already heard both the producer and members of the Nefesh Benefesh staff look at these chairs going, we do not have nearly enough oh, chairs. No, there's not, already there's not enough. No, this is one section. I know, there's but section I, 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 this room, is no, there's no question it's not yeah. enough. There'll be people standing all over the place. Correct. Correct. And the balloons, and there are numerous rows of VIPs. We, As you mentioned before, we already saw Natan Sharansky. Right. Um, which is very exciting, but also I just want to note how many chayalim are here, and how and um, last night at Chutzot Hayatzer, how many chayalim were out and just enjoying a night out as well. And if if anyone also has earned the uh, the the night out, so to speak, or the opportunity just to be here and welcome more olim, I mean it's it's nothing more like the servicemen and women who are keeping everyone safe. Yeah, especially since the Chayalim we saw last week who were given time off, spent most of that time off going to Shiva Coles and visiting hospitals. Right. So how hopefully they actually got now, after a few days of peace, an opportunity to take a, day, a real day off. Uh, JM and the AM, as we broadcast from the uh, Nefesh Benefesh ceremony here in Israel, the, um, the uh, economy... The economic crash in the U.S. and the world took place at the end of 08, beginning of 09 in that area. So anyone who made Aliyah to Israel around that time made a very smart move because they got here during a time of economic building. And with that in mind, we're saying hello to PC Guy. 
because he did exactly that five years ago. I don't think I don't think your timing could have possibly been better, frankly. Uh, five years ago, an opportunity to uh, uh, to watch Israel grow incredibly. I mean, the last five years have been unbelievable, and obviously it's compared to the rest of the world, and that's why uh, Israel's reputation economically continues to be amazing. And you can help, by the way, the economy of Israel by uh, hiring PC guy. You can <laughs> you can help support somebody who's made a commitment to be here with his kids and uh, his grandchildren. Uh, go to the website, thepcguy.co.il. He's handling both our audio and video for this trip, which I keep saying to him is the Nimashura Sadin, what he's been doing. That's for sure. And we thank him for that. Thepcguy.co.il. Uh, thepcguy.co. And the chauffeur has arrived. Oh, and the chauffeur is the here. The chauffeur has arrived. You know what that means? It'll be blown as the people get off the buses and start walking in to the uh, terminal. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard. On listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockin' County at 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world on the web, jmn.org, excitement building <laughs> as the plane is taxiing and we are getting ready to greet the brand new group of hundreds of Olim here at JM in the AM. We should also, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say we should note how many volunteers it takes to make this run as well. It's really exciting. The um, the schleppers who are here. Big volunteer effort. Yes. Oh, more chayalim walking ah. in as we speak. Is that There's, who I think um, it is? There are people who volunteer to organize the luggage, make sure that everything is misudar, is all set, because there is no active luggage carousel here in the old terminal in Ben-Gurion. So it literally takes a team of people. And actually, if I'm not mistaken, we've used, they've, they've used them before. They're, they're actually gym rats. Right. They're, uh, they're trainers, they're physical, they're, um, they're, Physical trainers. Thank you. They're, they're gym trainers. And they work at a gym in Tel Aviv. And um, they've made their own shirts, etc. For the event, they say fitness Zionism on the back. And they are in charge of schlepping, organizing, and getting all of the bags together for the Olim so that the Olim can leave easily and get everything as, uh, as set as possible. I always thought their shirts should say in shape for Aliyah. No, that's cute. Or, uh, I like that better than for Zionism. Or, 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 or Fit for Aliyah. That's cool. Yeah. Anyway. That'll, those will be ours. Yeah, hopefully hopefully by the time I make Aliyah, I'll still be fit. Ay, okay. Exactly. Yeah. Hour number two, Nefesh Benefesh. We're in Ben Gurion Airport. A very exciting Tuesday at JM in the AM.
Tuesday morning, what a special Tuesday it is, uh, as we speak to you, and here in Israel, as you know, this uh, Nefesh Benefesh show, because when the flight lands, is pre-recorded. i got to thank PC Guy, he has provided for us a monitor where we're actually watching the plane, we're actually watching the entire Nefesh Benefesh group in this incredible charter flight D-plane, if, uh, if you're watching it at the same time that we are, you're seeing... Hundreds of people in front of the plane just <laughs> just celebrating and cheering and uh, being so effervescent and enthusiastic about being here in Israel. 
Uh, they're sitting and standing in front of the El Al plain, waving. Where uh, those who are Chayalim uh, Bodedin, those who are going to be lone soldiers in the Israeli army, and there are uh, over a hundred of those people in this flight uh, are in their special T-shirts and already feel an incredible camaraderie, a great group feeling, um, and of course, uh, plenty of families. Plenty of people that had planned for a while, from a period of weeks to maybe years, to be here in August of 2014 and be part of this specific Aliyah charter flight. Oh, is this amazing just to watch. Incredible. Um, so they're together. They're taking the big photo. Again, if uh, you happen to be watching at the same time, or if you were watching, I should say, at the same time as we are now, you know exactly what I'm talking about. This group and the group that's proceeding it off the plane uh, is going to be heading toward the terminal via bus, and then they're going to walk into this room, into this terminal, um, having been met uh, by hundreds of people with signs and balloons and streamers and special messages. Lots of, uh, oh, there's Tani, I see. There's Tony Gelbart. Uh, they'll have, uh, there's some, some have special messages like happy birthday, and obviously plenty of messages that have to do directly with their aliyah, with this very special day. Oh, the president of Israel is here, right? That's the president of Israel, Ruby Rivlin. He is there to greet the plane, and uh, looks like a nice, distinguished group of uh, VIPs who are there to uh, say hello and welcome everybody to Israel as uh, some people kiss the ground and get ready to start their Aliyah journey. There's Rabbi Yeshua Fass, executive director and co-founder of Nefesh Benefesh, Natan Sharansky, who we mentioned earlier. He's there now on the tarmac to greet this incredible group. What a feeling. What an absolutely exhilarating and uh, amazing experience. We're watching here as uh, Miriam Wallach is here, just telling her to be watching the monitor and seeing uh, the president of Israel, Ruby Rivlin, and the Tan Sharansky, yeah. and, of course, the entire Nefesh Nefesh staff greet this incredible group. There's an absolute giddiness right now amongst this crowd right inside the terminal. I mean, uh, there's no other word for it. Everyone is just giddy. First of all, they're so excited to, uh, and the screaming begins. They're so excited to not only be watching the monitors within the terminal itself, but again, that sense of relief, that opportunity to see the president of Israel doing something fun, doing something warm and inviting and exciting, and that isn't war-related. I mean, yes, it is more of a ceremonial um, position where the President of Israel is involved in a lot of the things that we would equate with the Vice Presidency of the United States. But nevertheless, again, there's just this, oh my gosh, everybody's smiling, everybody's out on the tarmac. All of these Chayalim, who are, these new Chayalim, who are taking their pictures right now as they have just gotten off the plane, and um, just people hugging each other within the airport because they're excited to be there to greet other other you know family members or loved ones who are making Aliyah as we speak. I mean, there are flags everywhere, and everyone is just in. There are smiles. There's not one. <laughs> there's not one Oleg yet in the terminal, and every there are smiles from ear to ear. It is so exciting. Uh, I like watching Natan Sharansky as he takes an interest in every one of these uh, soldiers. I can't hear what he's saying, but I bet you he's asking them where they're from and why they decided to come to Israel and how incredible a day this must be for them. Yeah, I, I have to imagine that the the opportunity to be met by Natan Sharansky, if you're in Olech Hadashah, uh, if you're in Olech Hadash here today, is probably, I mean, 
I hope every one of those kids that we're looking at right now on that monitor get the, get just how huge of a moment that is. And the T-shirts say Olim Latzahal, and the right. Lamed of Tzahal is attached as a uh, as a necklace of dog tags. Right. Uh, and that acts as the Lamed of Tzahal. Here we go. There's, uh, some, there's some of the people we know who are standing outside yeah. and getting ready to celebrate. That's Hillel Davis. It's correct. Yeah. This, is, this is one of the most amazing <laughs> scenes. It's so incredible. Oh, my I guess gosh. they asked the Chayalim to come off first because now all the families are coming off the plane. Well, they need those shots. They need those pictures. Um, and it's probably much easier to move a whole bunch right. of 20-year-olds. It's probably easier to announce, could all the Chayalim get off first? Exactly. You know, that doesn't say, could all the families get off? And all the families, can please collect your pacifiers and your right. bottles and your, you know. All the paraphernalia. Exactly. All that stuff. But remember what the end of the Nefesh Benefesh flight is like before they land. I mean, that's when the champagne comes out. And that's when... Oh, is that Aaron Leibowitz? That is Aaron, Aaron and Yal Leibowitz getting off the wow. plane right now. Unbelievable. That's dream, really great. Dream come true, huh? Yeah, I am so excited for them. That's really exciting. Aaron, who was a very important member of President Richard Joel's staff in the office of the President at Yeshiva University, they are making, and I should say, Yael in her own right, a very important faculty member at Stern College. I know that she is a beloved, beloved teacher that many of the students are going to miss there, and they made Aliyah from West Hempstead. There's the President of Israel, Ruby Rivlin. He is uh, greeting as many people as he can. And uh, right outside of these, now this room is empty because everybody was in this room. They poured out. Right, they poured out <laughs> with their flags and streamers and balloons right. and signs. And they are outside just waiting for everybody to come on that first bus so they can start greeting and celebrating. And my gosh, uh, if you saw, well, I don't even know if they showed it last time, but if you would have seen what it was like in July, there was nobody right. outside. We walked onto an empty staircase into this terminal. Right. And now uh, we have this incredible opportunity to celebrate together. Well, this break in the terminal, by the way, gives the opportunity for uh, the food people <laughs> to restock all of the barrecas oh, and they've dishes. Oh, a lot of people coming in. Oh, yeah. They're going to have a lot of people coming in here. Yes, short line at the cappuccino machine now. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it suddenly got a lot quieter in here, and I can only imagine. I mean, we're looking at it on the monitor. Um, I'm probably going to break off for you in a second so I can go outside and check it out. It's pretty incredible. Look at these faces. Oh, my word. Wow. 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 Kola Kavod, by the way, to everyone who came as a family this morning. I mean, people have to wake up really early in the morning to get here. Well, they wanted to greet their cousins, their friends, their yeah. kids, their grandchildren, their parents, whoever it is that's finally making Aliyah. And they there are the Marilises. Those are the Marilises yes. with their T-shirts. Yeah, because what do their T-shirts say? <laughs> Something about... Aliyah is our protective edge. Aliyah is our protective edge. That there is you what, go. That is what the... Um, uh, the Marilis family proclaims through their T-shirts as they get off the plane and disembark Correct. here in Tel Aviv. And there's Naomi. Very exciting. Isn't it amazing how you can make a statement just by wearing a T-shirt on a plane? Yeah. And that's quite a statement. The real statement is, of course, making Aliyah and the real protective edge in the future of the people of Israel is having a strong state of Israel. And this is all part of it, whether they're a soldier, a family, uh, older people, whoever it is, and we know that there are people on this flight from six uh, weeks old to 93 years old. Right. And everywhere in between. And uh, that's what makes a strong country. That's what makes an incredibly strong future of the state of Israel. It's JM in the AM as we are looking at the monitor, as I'm sure so many people are around the world at this moment, and as we are uh, getting set to welcome into this room a an incredible gathering of Olim Chadashim, uh, on a JM in the AM Tuesday morning. We're getting set for the ceremony. We're getting set to celebrate. 
and we are getting ready for uh, the VIPs to address the crowd and for us to describe this scene to you and to meet some of these special people who are now ready to uh, uh, establish roots in the Holy Land with their family. Information about Nefesh Benefesh and how you can be on one of these incredible journeys. NBN.org.il NBN.org.il and uh, you can use the phone number as well, 866-4-ALIYAH, 866-4-A-L-I-Y-A-H.
I'm not sure I can capture the words. I'm just so overcome with emotion. I mean, and I'm not the the only uh, one. There are so many people crying outside. Here's the scene from the room that we're in, people actually walking into the terminal and getting ready to uh, celebrate in a little bit more formal way. With this beautiful ceremony, that that celebration though, that that on the field post World Series celebration oh, that you see off, that you see off the plane and then here forget as the bus it. gets here is so amazing. And these chayalim, these kids, I mean, I just wished a couple of them Mazel Tov, and they're not being met by family. Right. There's no one there hugging them or whatever, and they're still euphoric. And and I think that's one of the reasons that uh, that the army sends chayalim here. To right. To make them feel yeah, welcome, good and, point. and that, good that, point. Know, that some of their colleagues are here to welcome them, and to but they're also focused. These kids, and they are kids. Look how young they are with those um, Olim Latzahal T-shirts. Oh, I love those shirts. They are, though. They are focused. They are driven. They understand that they are here for a purpose, and um, and that their commitment is something that is so deeply rooted in them that they've come so young and without family here, and. Um, it's really incredibly, incredibly moving. I, Nahum, we have had so many different angles of this experience. Being on the flight, being on the flight, and then going back the same day. Right. <laughs> being here, waiting for them to be received. I mean, I... Yeah, this is unique. This, this is, is unbelievable. This is an unbelievable perspective for us. All right, let's do this quickly. We'll go to Rabbi Goldwasser and come right back here to Tel Aviv. Uh, this time each and every Monday through Thursday, Rabbi Goldwasser with... Um, uh, with words that are dedicated to the memory of Harav uh, Zeb and Yosef Halevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Tuba Av, the 15th of Av, holds special significance in the Jewish calendar. There are a number of reasons for this. It's celebrated as a minor festival. Tachnun is not said. After the Chet Maraglim, the sin of the spies, Hashem decreed that every male between the ages of 20 and 60, would die in the Midbar. Every year, on the 9th of Av, all men in that age group would dig graves, lie down in their graves, and await their death. All those who remained alive at the end of the day would repeat this practice the following year. However, in the 40th year in the desert, the last 15,000 people who got ready to die that year on the 9th of Av, arose the next day. Every subsequent night, they once again lay down in their graves, thinking that they might have miscalculated the date. On the 15th of Av, Tuba Av, when the full moon appeared, they understood that Klau Yisrael had finally been forgiven. After Yeruvim split the kingdom of Israel, he posted guards along the roads leading to Yerushalayim. He wanted to prevent the people from going up to the holy city for the Shlosh Regalim, the three pilgrim festivals. Hoshea ben Elah, the last king of Israel, wanted to repair this split to allow the people to make the three annual pilgrimages to Yerushalayim. On the day of Tuba Av, Hoshea's removal of the guards was a great cause for celebration. At the outset, when Bayi was rebuilt, it was very difficult to find the wood needed for the Mizbeach, the wood had to be collected from afar before the cold and the dampness set in, making the wood wormy and useless. The last day the wood was gathered was Tuba Av. It was a festive occasion each year when the quota was filled by that day. Long after the event, the Romans finally granted permission on Tuba Av 
to bury the bodies of those who had been killed in the defense of Betar. Following the case of the daughters of Tzlovchad, the daughters who inherited from their father when there were no sons, were forbidden to marry someone from a different tribe. Similarly, after the incident of the Pelegish Begiva, stated in Shoftim, the children of Israel swore not to allow their daughters to marry anyone from the Shevet Binyamin. Each of these prohibitions was lifted on Tuba'av. It was cause for great happiness as the women were free to marry any man from any tribe. Over the generations, this day has been presented in Mesechtatinus as a day devoted to marriage. Chazal tell us that on Tuba'av, the daughters of Yushalayim would go out and dance in the vineyards. They would be dressed in borrowed white dresses so as not to embarrass those who didn't have. The potential chasonim, the bridegrooms, would look on and choose a mate. Hagoiner of Shlomo Zaman Orbach offers an insightful perspective on the idea of inveagefen beinveagefen. He explains that just as a grown grapevine can't stand on its own, it has to lean on trees or other means of support. So too, a marriage is not self-sufficient. The new couple must lean on their forebears who preceded them to attain the guidance and support. Fortunate are those, he advises, who can establish their futures on the foundations of the past. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser. Bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. J.M. and the A.M. I, uh, we presented the uh, morning chizuk from yesterday because we didn't get an opportunity to hear by Golwasser's words about Tuba Av. See, yesterday, of course, was a celebration of Tuba Av, and today is a little bit of a different celebration as we celebrate Aliyah here at J.M. and the A.M. And everybody out there who is tuned in, you are uh, able through this radio program to imagine and participate in this virtual way, an incredible scene that's going on right now in Tel Aviv. As uh, now, we're, now we're up to the families. We're up to the strollers and the little kids and the fathers and mothers uh, coming off the plane with the flags and with a lot of tired children <laughs> who've been enduring this incredible flight. And uh, you know how it works in this old terminal. The buses come from the plane to the terminal. Um, uh, you, you go ahead and uh, uh, once you leave the bus as an, uh, as an OLED, this is what's going to happen when you make Aliyah. When you leave the buses in Ole, you're greeted by hundreds of people who are outside with the flags, with the music, with the balloons, with the messages, with the special T-shirts, with the uh, signs, with the, the Israeli flags. Those are flying. Lots of hugs, lots of kisses. And then, of course, um, uh, right after that into this terminal uh, where the president of the State of Israel, where Natan Sharansky and other dignitaries and VIPs are going to be greeting this incredible crowd. And under the direction of Josh Vess and Tony Gelbart, Nefesh Benefesh will welcome officially this 52nd charter flight to Israel in their short history. 52 charter flights, plenty more group flights, flights from other countries as well. Uh, this is what um, uh, Nefesh Benefesh does. This is what they're amazing at. Uh, they have streamlined the Aliyah process to make it so incredible. And this scene is just remarkable. Uh, information about Nefesh Benefesh, nbn.org.il. A lot of people take this opportunity during the summer in the height of the Aliyah season to explore their own Aliyah, something that we continue to encourage on these airwaves. Uh, 8664-ALIYAH, 866-4-ALIYAH. And, of course, um, uh, nbn.org.il, nbn.org.il. 
JM the AM Tuesday. Tomorrow we're back in studio. This will draw our uh, Israeli trip to a, its conclusion. And um, we're going to uh, try in the next few minutes to bring over some of the people to this makeshift radio booth that have uh, just enjoyed this amazing flight and have seen their dream of getting to the State of Israel during this summer of 2014 become a reality. I remind you that there have been no cancellations, no postponements. This group has been intact, no matter what the situation here was in Israel the last few weeks. And boy, compared to a few days ago, it seems like a completely different spirit, a completely different uh, uh, celebratory atmosphere. And it's just amazing. It's absolutely incredible. Uh, this is JM in the AM. We'll continue with some music, and then we'll start um, bringing over some wonderful people who are now part of the State of Israel, who are going to help this country continue to grow, and um, and their families will be benefiting from that experience for a long time to come. That's for sure. Yaakov Shweki at JM in the AM. <laughs> Lo me 
JM in the AM. Well, uh, three weeks ago, I had the opportunity to welcome a Lower East Sider to Israel during the Nefesh Benefesh flight. And I have the same privilege today. Rabbi Josh Uter is with us. He is uh, fresh off of the flight. And uh, we welcome you to JM in the AM. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you very much for having me. So what was it like? Tell me about the flight. Uh, like any other flight. <laughs> I mean, you're just on there. Um, I would say a lot more singing. Definitely a lot more singing, especially like, you know, at, towards the end. Any little things like we have now announced our descent. Whole round of applause. We start like arcing. First sign of land. Sound of applause. See, it was a different flight than you, uh, than uh, you thought. That is just slightly different. But yeah, otherwise it's a normal flight. And you know, getting off the plane, describe it for us. Getting off the plane, it's something really amazing where you you see that people in Israel actually want you here. And you compare it to I mean, America, you know, our I know that they're having a bunch of immigration issues here. But, like, how often do you have, like, hey, we actually want you here, and we're going to throw a party every time that you come. I was speaking to uh, one of the um, administrators of Nefesh Benefesh. This right. is their 52nd Correct. flight. Charter flight. And they do this every time. Right. Right. That, that's really amazing. It is incredible. The one exception was, of course, last month. But thank God we're back into the, into the uh, spirit of a real big celebration here. In Tel Aviv. So it's an exhilarating experience. What do you have to say to the people back in the United States? Is it time for them, to get, for all of us to consider Aliyah? Well, all of us. I mean, that includes you, too. I right? know, but I told you it's a bad <laughs> day to talk about it. <laughs> um, well, yeah. I mean, one thing that I really appreciate with Nefesh Benefesh in particular is while they encourage Aliyah, they've also very much encouraged smart Aliyah. So if you go to people and ask, well, hey, this is what I'd like to do, they will actually tell you advice that might say postpone Aliyah a bit because the goal isn't just to move to Israel. Anyone can, but how do you do it responsibly so that you don't have to leave? So if there are things that you need to take care of, be it professionally or whatever, first, right. they don't you know, try to do it as you know fanciful as it might have been done. It's like, oh, just come to Israel, everything will be fine. They do a very good job of trying to say, here are the things that you need to take care of first and then go. Um, but most cases, it's you know just planning ahead. Uh, that wasn't exactly how I did. <laughs> but uh, for most people, it's planning ahead and you know setting that up as a goal, some sort of timetable. Um, and Nefesh Benefesh has been incredibly helpful in terms of helping navigate all of that. And uh, I know that your parents are here already a couple of years. When's the yeah. first time you thought of actually getting here? Uh, I've thought about it for a while. Um, you know, for remember when you started this process? Yeah, this this particular process I started this past January. Ah. And the reason being, I know you could appreciate this as a Lower East Side resident, uh, due to various co-op policies, my rent just completely skyrocketed. So it got to a point where I could no longer afford to live on the Lower East Side. The management office is responsible for your aliyah? Well, I, I don't know if it's the management <laughs> office or the board, but the board actually changed their decision. But once, once I saw the writing of the wall that I couldn't really afford to stay, then... You know, whatever I had that was sort of stable there. Like, I think one reason why Aliyah is so daunting is it involves a major change in people's lives. Right. Uh, you're uprooting your home, family, job. I kind of had that already for me. So it's hard if you actually have to uproot yourself. Here I knew, okay, a major change is going to come. So it made the decision to make Aliyah easier because I realized, well, I can't stay here. So what other options? Hey, Israel looks good. Very nice. Uh, and just started the uh, ball rolling like that. But I realized everyone has... Their own cheshbon, everyone has their own ways of trying to figure out what's best for them. Um, and it's important for people to figure that out. Um, and part of that also means whatever, you know, comfort that you have. I mean, I don't just mean material, I mean psychological comfort, whatever situation you're in. Being able to get past that and saying, you know what? 
I'm ready to start from square zero right now. Rabbi Yudah starts in Jerusalem. Mazal tov to you. Thank, Thank you, you for very being much. here today. It's a pleasure to be here to greet you. Good to see you again. And hope to see you here too sometime. Hope to see you uh, very soon here in the Holy Land. That's for sure. Rabbi Josh Yudah is in a left from the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Uh, and he is, uh, he is among the hundreds who have made Aliyah. And here's a very familiar face and voice to our audience. A couple of months back, Rabbi Benny Merrill has said to us on the air that he'd be doing this, that he'd be leaving the New York area in August and coming with his family to the Holy Land. And sure enough, they are here in T-shirts that proclaim, Aliyah is my protective edge. Welcome to Israel. Thank you, Nachum. Great to see you again. I feel a little guilty saying welcome to Israel, and I'm not usually here. But anyway, uh, so this is a dream come true, huh? Oh, yeah. This is a long time coming. A long, long time. How was the flight? And I don't mean how it was in a technical sense. Was it an exhilarating experience? Was it a uh, was it a hard to believe experience for you already at this point? It was all of those things. It was you know just the whole techest leading in at the airport with all of our friends and family that was there was. Super. How would you describe JFK? Give give me a. How would we because the JFK send offs are categorized differently. Every one of them seems different. How from, would you say from where we like were standing? Today? It was super emotional. Uh, we had a lot of friends and family that came to say, see us off, and um, you know it's hard to it's hard to in that sense say goodbye and and sort of leave after and certainly where we lived in North Woodmere. A little shout out to North Woodmere, right, guys? Um, for ten years, um, and have all those friends come. That was really special. And then all those siblings and, and parents and, and, and in-laws and aunts and uncles and. It was really emotional. You sound uh, like you had most of the people in the ceremony. We had a we had a good crowd. <laughs> we had a very good crowd. You win the prize. <laughs> we had a good crowd, and very fast made a good shout out to the Marilis family, which we appreciated. Very nice. Um, it was really emotional, and then getting on the plane sort of shifts gears, and then off, you know, on the plane takeoff is really emotional and amazing, and people are yelling and screaming and singing and clapping and. You know, within the last hour of the flight, the clapping started and the chanting started and the people were getting really restless and ready to go and took a great video of the last 30 seconds in the air as we hit the ground. The people really, really just like a GoPro moment, uh, really cheered and really, it was, it was special. What's better, getting off the plane or getting off this bus at the terminal? <laughs> which is a better, which is a better World Series victory <laughs> celebration? It was a really, uh, it was a really nice welcome. They didn't turn the air conditioning on on the bus, so they really made us feel like we were, <laughs> we were at home right away. That was good. Um, well, where are you going to be moving to? That we're moving be... to Chashmonim. Does, um, does that have a heat problem? Is that a, is that, is that a hot weather spot? <laughs> I'll let you know tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> we're moving to Chashmonim today, and uh, we'll be in Chashmonim, God willing, for the immediate uh, future. Unbelievable. So when did this process start? Because we're encouraging people who have Aliyah in mind to start their process today. When did it start for you? I think it starts for everyone differently. For me, it's been a long time um, in my heart and in my mind for a long, long time. And then over the years, as pieces started to come together... And for us, really, this year, I think it started last summer. Uh, my wife Naomi, who's roaming with one of our with our youngest Anazi, and our, my oldest daughter Abigail came for her about mitzvah last summer. I think that really moved things forward a lot. And then over the course of the year, and then with Yeshiva Shalvim, Shalvim where I work, they um, they were ready to go with this. They, they were, really, were welcome to the idea. They were welcome to the idea, and we really feel there's a lot that we can do from this side, even. Um, as You've discussed that with us on the air. There's tremendous potential. Yeah, there's a real opportunity to do it, and we really, without that, it would not have happened. We're so. fans of a lot of institutions. You know, we're big Shalvin fans. I know. We hosted you last summer Correct. on this trip, I think, for the entire day. Oh, that's right. That's right. It was on this trip, actually. Yeah. And um, we wish you the best of luck with that. It's uh, From what I am told, the yeshiva is still flourishing like crazy. Amazing. Really extraordinary number again this year. 
really high quality, as always, caliber of students on the boys' and the girls' side. And uh, just tremendous, real growth. Yeah, real the, growth. the expansion to the girls, which nobody had any clue how it would go, right. has been an unbelievable move. Unbelievable. They really pack it in every year, and the quality just keeps going better and better and better every year. It so is amazing. We're doing great. Thank I'm God. I'm sure there are a lot of uh, Yeshiva League students who are paying careful attention <laughs> as they decide where to go in Israel. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, parents, uh, students, they look they look around their, their communities, look around the schools, they look at the leadership, and they find shelving people in all those positions, men and women. So um, we're happy to have them come. And uh, and now we have a chance to sort of do some new things with me being here. How many uh, different expressions did you go through before the T-shirt ended up being Aliyah's My Protective Edge? <laughs> I wanted to get it right. I thought that um, there were a lot of ways to go with the T-shirt for today. But the timing really sort of made it only one thing. Um, we were making an Aliyah before anything broke out this summer. You know, so it probably would have said something completely differently had uh, different had it not been for what has been going on for the last. And at the same time, what else could we do? We weren't doing very much being in New York other than say davening or just you know spreading information around. Um, and Aliyah, sort of from that standpoint, for an American, perhaps is the strongest thing we could possibly do as a message. And so the T-shirt sort of came that way, and it worked. You know, it's funny. We talk about the difference between last month and this month. Just the last few days, things have been so different. So different. We sat in the Nefesh Benefesh headquarters Thursday. Nobody even knew if there'd be a full-blown celebration here. Right. Uh, and it's not just a logistic thing that it happens to be a full-blown celebration. It's just the whole atmosphere in the country is so different. But look, you know this. I mean, you work here. You know this. It's going to yeah. be lots of ups and downs. That's the way it works here. Yeah, we've had in the it. State of we've had it. You know, over the summer, a lot of parents have been reaching out to right. us, let, asking about security at the Yeshivot and to find out what's going on, what are the procedures, what's the plan in place for security rooms and safe rooms and travel and all kinds of things. And um, we've been on top of it. One thing you could tell everybody, and I noticed this because I have kids here this summer and I visited some of the places where they're staying. There is no major yeshiva at this point that doesn't take security very seriously. Oh, it's the, I mean, you can really the top speak priority. on behalf of everybody at this it's point. It's the priority. Um, you know, it, it is not uncommon for for young men and women to to, to hit rides at a yeshiva to go to different places. That right. has been the case in the past, and we've been asked that question about what has been the procedure, what has been going on. And no fire alone, as a community, has taken on a very serious approach to this, and the yeshiva takes the security issue. You have to. Um, if you don't take it seriously and you're not planned out. And parents are not safe. They don't feel safe with their kids going. And if they don't feel what they're safe with their kids going, they're not going to go. All right. And so we have to take it as a, the top priority. And it's a message that we always emphasize because we want people to come. Yeah. For the year, for Aliyah, for vacation, for summer programs. We want people to come. And they should realize that. And, and again, I'm not saying it, that they didn't take it seriously years ago. It's just that there's an infrastructure in place now where yeshivas and other types of programs and institutions are able to follow a, 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 a course of, of uh, how would I put it, like a, uh, a regimen, a, a, a course of, of, of security that, uh, you know, always has the security personnel in Israel paying careful attention. Correct. There's a security protocol. There right. is a line of command. Right. There, is a, there is a chain of communication with local authorities and local, uh, you know, IDF. And they're always in touch with each other because they have to be. And if they're not, then it's a problem. And they are. So... Uh, thank God. And, uh, the yeshiva is prepared, and they're ready to welcome all the Talmudim next week. I think next week, two weeks, whatever yeah, it is. Soon. And it, uh, we're really excited. Tell everybody back in the United States which members of the Marilis family are here. We have with me J.G. Marilis, Avigai Marilis, Orly Marilis, yeah. Ozzy Marilis, Naomi Marilis, and a quick shout-out to all the Marilai and the Liz families, wherever they may be, and to the community of North Woodmere. Phenomenal. Thank you, Rabbi. Mazal Thank you. No. Great welcome to see you again. Israel. All right. Take care. There you go. The Marilis family is here, one of the families we've been waiting for on this trip.
Uh, what an incredible journey. And I don't just mean the flight. I mean their incredible journey from the U.S. and making this decision to get to Israel ASAP. Just remarkable. More coming up. This is JM in the AM at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org.
J.M. in the A.M. Live, or uh, sort of live, from Ben-Gurion Airport as we uh, do our Tuesday morning show and wrap up our journey to Israel, covering today the uh, amazing journey of the Nefesh B'Nefesh Olim, hundreds of Olim, with an incredible number of uh, soldiers in the Israeli, heading to the Israeli army. A uh, wonderful group of families. An incredible, uh, really an incredible an incredible sight here at JM in the AM. And um, we are part of the whole experience here as we broadcast from the from the ceremony that commemorates this uh, arrival of hundreds of Olim to uh, the state of Israel. Um, I see uh, many of the dignitaries have already been seated for the uh, ceremony and the tekes, the actual ceremony is about to begin. People like Josh Vest and Tony Gelbart, co-founders of Nefesh Benefesh, Natan Sharansky, who we've mentioned President of Israel, Ruby Rivlin. I see Russell Robinson of the JNF, who's here. He is uh, in a front row VIP seat as well. And um, they, are, they are literally getting set to get started in this whole process. One of the things that Nefesh Benefesh has done has been to make this as a painless a process as possible here at the airport. For those of you who have any recollection of the quote-unquote old days, before Nefesh Benefesh was involved, this was a very a relatively uncomfortable scene in the uh, in the airport for people. Um, wasn't always easy to get a uh, <laughs> to get everything done in a short amount of time, and now they've streamlined that process where people, aside from the ceremony, could spend minutes here in Ben Gurion Airport. More coming up. We have special guests who are going to join us right after this selection. Brand new from Lenny Solomon at JM in the AM. Zmanim Kashim, Ha'am Biyachad, Kula Muchanim, Ha'am Euchad, Sahal Makin, Ha'am Eoded, Megubashim. I'm Tomech, Netzach Yisrael, Lo Yishakel, Am Yisrael, La Netzach, Netzach Yisrael. Israel, la 
J.M. in the A.M. Well, I just saw David Kreinberg a few minutes ago, and apparently he made a commitment that uh, he would not send off his uh, son-in-law to Israel, but he actually, the, and daughter, of course, but he would actually, <laughs> I say son-in-law because his son-in-law is about to join us on the air, but he'd actually be here on this end to greet them when they arrive. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org. And uh, when we say his son, the aforementioned son-in-law, we mean uh, someone who's always been a great summer friend. And imagine that this is where we end up in the summer of 2014 together. Yitzi Clapper is here. Mazal tov to you. Thank you so much. What's it feel like? It's unbelievable. How long are you married? Almost five years. And uh, have you always thought of Aliyah? Has this always been a dream for you? Or a- From as long as I can remember, really, when I, I spent two years learning in Shalvim, and the day I left Shalvim, I said, I'm going back 100%, and that feeling never once wavered. Uh, we mentioned your father-in-law. Uh, how did the entire family react to this? I mean, the extended family. Um, they were really happy for us. Obviously, it's never easy for a family to say uh, goodbye or see you later. Thank God we're blessed to have our family con- come visit us. Uh, often, um, but they were so happy for us. They know how much it meant to us. So, uh, where are you going to be living? Uh, we're going to be working in the Israel Experience at Bar Ilan University. Very I'm going to nice. be the Av Bayit there um, for the boys. They're going to spend the year and hopefully have the time of their life. I guarantee you they will. <laughs> As I say, you've been an amazing summer friend that you've made a lot yeah. of people summers over the years. Thank so. you. <laughs> a shout out for Camp Missouri. Yeah. Right? <laughs> now Camp Cayley. And now, was, and now, and now you Camp, Camp Cayley? Camp Cayley, yeah. How was that summer? Oh, it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Uh, Rabbi Ellie Brazil, sure. who obviously I know very well from Camp Missouri, right. brought me on. And um, and then now we're there, and it's uh, it's unbelievable. We hope to be able to come back next summer also. Speaking with Yitzi Clapper, so what was it like getting off the plane and eventually getting off the bus in front of this terminal? Well, I have to tell you, my uh, son, who's 16 months old, literally had the perfect countdown. He threw up the, the <laughs> exact moment that the wheels hit the ground. Projectile, just like that. I have it on camera. I, you know, it was a perfect so you have moment. A real Aliyah moment. But nothing, nothing could uh, could have ruined it. When we got off the plane, we felt the fresh air. It was uh, definitely a moment I'll never forget. As you get off the bus here at the terminal, and flags and signs and balloons and and uh, everything you can imagine, and special messages are greeting you and all the old in. That must have been exhilarating. Yeah, and we were blessed to have uh, a lot of friends and family here. I have a brother who lives here. My wife Tova has a brother who lives here. Uh, we have uh, both have aunts and uncles that live here. Yeah, the built-in uh, cheering. Section. Yeah, we have a whole cheer here. They're here right now. Uh, we have a huge cheering section. Um, so, you know, to see our family and really join our family in Israel, it's an unbelievable feeling. Oh, well, it's just remarkable. Anybody out there, you can make the same experience happen for yourself. You contact Nefesh Benefesh, nbn.org.il. Uh, who else is going on? Who do we have here? Oh, we have other guests. Okay. Uh, a special mazel tov to the Clappers. They've made it to Israel. It's official. We did it. Mazel tov, Yitzhi. Thank you Thank you, you so us. much. Thank you much. Everyone come join us. Exactly. And keep listening to JMNAM while you're living in Israel. Why not? <laughs> All right. More coming up here as we introduce Miriam. Tell everybody who this is. Who are we? Are these representatives of the Pilichowski family? Yes. Now, which Pilichowskis are these? I'm Abigail. Hi, Abigail. How are you? I'm good. Did you just move to Israel? I just did. Minutes ago. Minutes ago. How old are you? 15. Holy cow. 
And this is? Tamima. Did Tamima also just come? No, I oh, came Tamima's three weeks been ago. here already. So you've been waiting yes. for your sister to get here. Yeah. What was the flight like? It was amazing. I really liked it. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to remember about this flight most? Um... Probably, but like, just like, it was so amazing. Like, I saw, I had, like, friends on the flight, so just, like, hanging out with them on the flight, like, I thought, like, it was really nice. Oh, that must have been a good yeah, feeling, yeah. actually having friends traveling with you right. and experiencing all this. <laughs> What's better, getting off the plane or getting off the bus over here, which is the better celebration? Um, I think getting off the bus. I like getting off the bus much better. That yeah. was nice, huh? And yeah, that's where your family three. was? <laughs> with all their big greetings and did they have yeah, any yeah. special signs for you or yeah, yeah my grandfather and all my siblings made like a huge <laughs> sign that said welcome home on the aisle <laughs> you won't forget that too quickly no. will you very nice so now do we have all the Pilachowskis here are they finally all in the holy land yeah, yeah. we're all you, home you get a big round of applause for that <laughs> So there you go. Uh, so what are your plans? You're going into what grade? Going into 10th grade. And have you been to the school where you're going to be attending? Or? Um, I have not been there. I have two cousins, and my sister Tamima is going with me. So I'm really excited. It's a are you excited school. about this? Yeah. What do you think? What's going to be the hardest adjustment? Um, probably the Hebrew in the school. But it's not scaring you, huh? No, not really. How do kids today get this? You're not worried, are you? Where are you guys going to yeah. be living, or where is your family living already? Mitzvah Yericho. Mitzvah Yericho, boy, oh, boy. Well, if you go to Mitzvah Yericho, you're not worried about school, that's for sure. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Well, thank you to both of you. Thank the Polachowskis are you. officially in Israel. Mazel tov to you. Yay is right. Thank you very much for joining us. JM and the AM, as we continue, everybody, uh, with this amazing celebration in Ben Gurion Airport, um, we have more coming up on this Tuesday as we'll go until 9 o'clock this morning. And uh, as we say, if you want more information about any of this, nbn.org.il or 8664-ALIA.
JM and the AM, Yivneh HaGalil, and uh, what a uh, what an important concept that is. Nefesh Benefesh has been helping to build different areas of this country for quite a while now, and uh, the north, the south, even the east and west are all part of that effort. It's amazing. Uh, here we are in the airport. The ceremony is going on. The uh, dignitaries are addressing the crowd, Natan Sharansky, Gidon Saar, um, Karen Kayemet, the uh, Jewish National Fund chair, uh, all have already uh, addressed the gathering here. I noticed that uh, Knesset member Moshe Feiglin is here, and of course, uh, Josh Fass has already spoken, the executive director of Nefesh Benefesh. As the Tekes, the ceremony continues with plenty of attention, uh, just like we're giving it here at JM in the AM. Information about Nefesh Benefesh, nbn.org.il, nbn.org.il. And uh, I'm just, I'm hoping that. Hoping a very special guest will join us for a moment here at JM in the AM. And uh, if not, we will continue with the with our broadcast here at JM in the AM. Um, Tadarabah to uh, Natan Sharansky, who's joining us for a couple of minutes. A couple of minutes. It is a, uh, an honor to speak with you and to have you here. What was it like to participate in a full-blown, full celebration with Nefesh Benefesh? I think it's very important for us these days, uh, four, four weeks of war, to see this highest expression of solidarity. In fact, 3,400 new immigrants, Alim, came to Israel these four weeks. I have to say it's like almost twice as much as in the four weeks a year ago. So that's the moment to express your solidarity. That's the moment to join uh, our family, and uh, we are very glad uh, to welcome this. I noticed on the uh, video outside the airplane, you were having uh, short discussions with certain uh, soldiers, those who are going straight to Tzahal. Are you surprised yes. that you see not, so many come from outside of Israel look, to serve the army? I'm not surprised. I'm encouraged. Fortunately, these days, uh, we had many visits to the hospitals, or even funerals, of uh, the young soldiers who who fell, who were fighting for their country, and some of them came exactly on this project. During this war, thousands and thousands of new immigrants were fighting in our army. Three of them, so-called lonely soldiers, two from America, one from France, fell, and tens of thousands of people came to their funerals, because there is no such a thing as lonely soldier. We loved all of them, they become part of the family, and the fact that just in the time of fighting, hundreds more is coming and joining straight, uh, our army. That's the proof of the unity and the unique bond of our people. Tell me about the efforts of Nefesh Benefesh. What has it meant to the state of Israel? I think the fact that, uh, well, I was supporter of the Nefesh Benefesh before the first flight came uh, 13 or 14 years ago. I believe it's very good that uh, American Jews take initiative in their own hands and in fact make the word Aliyah much more legitimate for American Jewry. That was uh, the result. And since then, it's, I think it's 52nd or 53rd airplane coming. And what can I say? They, they know to do it right, to do it to minimize bureaucracy, to, to create the right atmosphere. And Jewish agency is very uh, glad to have such a wonderful partner. Finally, could you just tell our North American listeners that we need them to come and visit Israel? Well, uh, I, I, think, I think they know it themselves. First of all, it's not only that we need you here. You need us to be here. If you want 
to keep your Jewishness strong, if you want to make sure that your children, your grandchildren uh, will be Jewish, better make sure that you and your children have enough of or a lot of Israel experience. And we in Jewish Agency practically every day inventing another program, another track to make it more interesting for you. To come here for 10 days, for 3 months, for 6 months, for 1 year programs, and to make a lay of course. Yeah, thank, you. thank you so much. Natan Sharensky, of course, what a, uh, what a delight and what an honor to have him here uh, to speak with us at this very important and historic ceremony uh, at the Nefesh Benefesh celebration in Ben Gurion Airport. Wow, huh? I'm using the headset that Natan Charansky <laughs> just used. <laughs> unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Wow. And, I, and as he's sitting here, I'm thinking about the, uh, again, the, the demonstrations for Soviet Jewry that I had the privilege of participating in in the 1970s and 1980s, that day in 1986 when he left Russia for Israel, and how he has been here every day since then. It's just amazing how he knew that this was his place, and now he's trying to encourage others to make this their place, and even tourists, as he just said in his final words, even tourists he's encouraging to remember that this is our place as North American tourists. I hope that our audience paid careful attention to those words from Natan Sharansky. Oh, he's a Jewish hero, all right. We should Uh, should know what's going on in the background, by the way. I mean, for all intents and purposes, there's a concert. (laughs) There's a concert, there's a massive celebration. There are are balloon animals being made and, and... Kids having a great time and kids playing with our beach balls and just um, you can see on the I mean for those of you who can't see on the other side of the terminal the uh, volunteers are working working very very quickly to make sure that the luggage is organized um, actually each bag is tagged every family has their own number and uh, things are organized by number because again there is no luggage service here in Terminal One. But it is, I mean, for all intents and purposes, boss, it's a party. It it's really is a party. And by the way, i got to give Miriam Wallach credit. It's been a while since you've chased down a former Soviet <laughs> music, huh? Yeah, I have but to she say, got him. Uh, she yeah. She got the I, uh, Oh, I tackled him. Mom it was, um, yeah, it wasn't It wasn't my most graceful moment, but I got the <laughs> job done. Uh, by the way, we should also just make uh, note two things. Number one, Rabbi Fass, when he got up to speak, um, he, he commented... At the beginning of the Tekas, how good it felt to laugh and to smile yep. and to dance. Eitler Code. Eitler Code is probably the, uh, the the best song I can think of right now. And then somebody who got up to speak right after him um, made the comment to all of these olim that they no longer have to say L'Shana HaBabi Yerushalayim. That is not what they need to say anymore. It's L'Shana HaZot. Bashana HaZot. It's very, very exciting, and people are just in the moment, really, really in the moment. It is amazing. More coming up. It's JM and the AM as we broadcast from Ben Gurion Airport as we continue with 8th Recode at JM and the AM.
Ben Gurion Airport as we celebrate with Nefesh Benefesh this incredible arrival of over 330 brand new Olim, 108 lone soldiers, and we are here in a full-blown celebration this time at Ben Gurion Airport, unlike a few weeks ago when things were toned down a bit. Our old friend and member of Knesset, Moshe Faglin, is with us as we celebrate today here at Ben Gurion Airport. Shalom, and thank you for joining me. 
Shalom, shalom. It's so exciting to be here. It's nice to see you. I can guarantee you. you this media source will not misinterpret anything that you say. That I can tell you. <laughs> do, people, do people in the media sometimes have a difficult time understanding exactly what you or others may mean? <laughs> Look, I have to tell you, every time I come here, it's not, it's not the first time. It's the first time as a Knesset member, actually. Wow. But uh, um, it's not the first time I'm here. Every time I come here, I lose it. And... Uh, you mean tears. that in a good way? In a good way. And uh, tears starting to come out of my eyes with no, uh, no way to, to stop it. It's, it's, uh, it's a minute or a few good minutes that takes you, uh, I'll say it differently, brings you back to the right context of everything that's going on here in Eretz Israel. And uh, it's, uh, it is really so exciting. There's so many things to fix. There's so many problems to uh, taken care of uh, so many big fights and little fights that we uh, we forget the big picture and it is so good to come here and see it again it's uh, it, it's it is simply great it's refreshing gives me a lot of power uh, to see uh, history happening you know Israel these days uh, Becoming not just the state of the Jews, but the state of all the Jews. Right. We, we are basically facing the end of the diaspora. It'll take another 10, 20 years, but this is what it is. That's this a is good message for North American Jews who are listening. They should realize the time is quickly approaching. Or we That's should realize. It. I should say we should realize the time is quickly That's approaching. That's it. That's it. There's no future anywhere in the world for Jewish, li- Jewish lives. And uh, Jews realize that. Um, I believe we're facing a wave of aliyah, of Jewish immigration in, in the next 10, 15 years that will change for, for good. The history of Israel, the history of the entire world is actually changing. The, we're facing the, the end of uh, 2,000 years of uh, Western civilization. Right. Moshe Feiglin is with us. You, you speak about uh, fighting small fights, big fights. You also speak about the perspective of Jewish history. One of the things we admire about you the most is that you're one of the only people who are vocal about Harabayat and how important Harabayat is to the Jewish people, how we need to be, how everyone needs to be more vocal about it. Uh, have we made progress in this area? Are other members of Knesset and members of the media and other influential people in Israel turning around a bit on this issue of Harabai, the Temple Mount? Oh, definitely, definitely. And um, thank, I thank you for, for mentioning that. Uh, when I started, it was like a hot potato that no one wanted to, to touch. And now you see more and more Knesset members that uh, picking up that ish, issue the, the awareness, the, the, the conscience is, uh, is totally changing about, about Harabait. And it's another side of, of, of the same picture, the picture, a picture of Geula. You see, it's, it's, it is all the same thing. This, uh, ceremony that we see today, hundreds of Olim coming to Israel on, on, on from, from one side, uh, uh, going back to, to our, uh, a central place, holiest place in Eretz Israel, Aliyah to Harabait, is another part. Uh, um, the fact, <coughs> the fact that the, the only community in the world 
that is actually growing these days instead of shrinking in the entire world is the Jewish community in Eretz Israel, and not only because of the religious and the settlers, but also the non-religious, simply because the <coughs> average uh, Israeli lady is having more children than less, and it's the only place in the world that it's happening. So we really see what uh, our Prophet says, Right. We see that the people of Israel, the land of Israel, it's, is preparing itself to uh, to a real and complete redemption. And we see we see we see we see it in our own eyes, uh, as uh, as we say, you see it and don't believe it. We see it and don't understand what. What we really see. You know, I usually end these conversations, especially here, by asking for a special message to North American Jews who I speak to primarily, but I think you've given the message already. Time, time is quickly moving, and people should realize that the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel. That's it, brothers and sisters. This is your home. This is a place. And let me tell you something. It's the only place to make money as well. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it amazing? <laughs> also, the, also the, the talk about you, the fringe see, benefits of Aliyah. It's, it's always it's, it was always, and I'm, I don't see any problem with it. It was always a combination of everything, of of the positive forces that pulls us in, and the negative forces that pushing us out. And, and, and we see that the waves of anti-Semitism and the waves, and, and the, and the, and the economy, the collapse of the economy in the Western, Western world. And we see the opportunities in Israel. Uh, amazingly, the shekel is the strongest currency in the world today. Who could believe that? You know, we, in it, I, I, I remember, remember as a kid in, in this country that, uh, Israelis, uh, hide Dollars uh, right. under, uh, <laughs> in their under under the floor in their homes. Today, I guess you should hide uh, uh, shekels in New York. <laughs> it certainly seems to be the trend. That's for sure. Moshe Feiglin, the Darabama, Zaltov on this amazing occasion. Thank you so much Thank for joining you. me. Moshe Feiglin, it's JM in the AM. We are in uh, Ben Gurion Airport celebrating with our friends at Nefesh Benefesh, an amazing and incredible celebration. Thank you for joining us, everybody, as we continue at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web, JM in the AM dot ORG. <laughs>
Thursday at the Nefesh Benefesh Broadcast Center discussing the theme song when I heard this morning that an Ole, an Ole today, had posted online that he dreamed his entire life of being able to post and to declare, born in the USA, making Aliyah today, I said no more jokes about the theme song. The co-founders of Nefesh Benefesh, Rabbi Josh Fass and Tony Gelbart, here at Ben Gurion Airport, to both of you I say Mazal Tov. Thank you, Nefesh. It is great to see you, great to reunite in this way, and uh, my oh my, what an incredible flight, huh? Uh, a full-fledged ceremony, we were wondering about all that, Baruch Hashem, we had a chance to celebrate here at Ben Gurion Airport, this is the 52nd charter flight for Nefesh Benefesh, and I said to you the other day, what a difference three weeks make, and uh, I'm sure you would say that it seems like a lifetime has gone by since the challenges last month, right? Correct. This <laughs> just feels very long. What a difference it is. The whole Avira, the whole atmosphere in Israel thank is God. so different than three weeks ago, thank God. Yep. Even a few days ago when you think about it. It's pretty remarkable. The Olim today from the age of six weeks to 93 years old. We saw the photo already online of four generations 
coming together, which is such a remarkable thing and such an amazing message for everybody out there. Uh, we're trying to convince more and more North American Jews to come to Israel. Hopefully, uh, we'll be able to convince a few in this conversation. Tony, what are your thoughts having this full-fledged ceremony and the entire VIP section filled with great people from Israel here to greet the brand new Olim? Look, what I said uh, I meant. I said this is the good news. So when Israelis and Jews around the world will listen to the your station, listening now, they're listening to good news. Tonight when they go to the TV and w- turn on their TV, they're l- seeing good news. And tomorrow when they open their paper, it'll be good news. So it's about time we have some good news. That's why you have this great celebration today. We remember the past. We never forget. But today we're celebrating. All right. Rabbi, what are your thoughts as this summer has gone from a very challenging and tense one to one that seems a bit more calm and relaxed? Besides for being exhausted. Uh, <laughs> we're, uh, I'm happy. I'm happy for the Olim of this flight that they're able to get the full experience. I'm happy for Israel to be in a state that we can have these celebrations and we can resume dancing and celebrating. Um, I'm satisfied that we had a very successful summer. When you think about how many individuals come from North America in just a seven-week period, we've talked about this in the past, the logistics of moving 2,000 people in seven weeks is an awesome task and a big challenge. But uh, again, you exhale after the ceremony so that, uh, I mean, we have a bunch of group flights coming up, but just the wave, the biggest wave is just now finished, and uh, and we start now planning for, for spring, fall. For the next, next summer. Uh, we know people on the group flight next week, and it sometimes just works out logistically. It's better for them to move, or some may even prefer, I don't know, maybe to be on a smaller flight than the big charter flight. Believe it or not, that might be the case. Who knows? Cannot believe <laughs> you can't believe that. <laughs> can't imagine. And, and, uh, and there's an opportunity to, uh, to to go to Israel at any time. It's one of the things Nefesh Benefesh made clear from the beginning. It's not going to be one flight a summer or even a number of flights only during the summer. It'll be a year-round project to accommodate anybody whenever they want to come to Israel, which is, of course, very important. Last year on this scene, uh, we spoke about the uh, um, uh, the founding of the organization, the dream that took place 12 years ago, and then we started touching on the theme of the unbelievable momentum that continues to, uh, to flourish through the organization. Now, I know it's sometimes difficult to put it into words, but... What do you attribute it to, that 12 years down the road and 50 flights and all the challenges of this year, and yet it seems like the, the ball keeps rolling down the hill, that it just the momentum continues to gather? Tony, for me, it's very simple. <laughs> success breeds success. When you hear that families who came 12 years ago, 11 years ago, 10 years ago, are successful and vibrant and happy and living their dream, people want to be part of that. So that's why we always see an increase year after year after year, no matter what the matzav is here. Right. Simple as that. I've been asking this question to a lot of people who've been joining me the Olim this morning, and I'll ask both of you, which is better, the off-the-plate celebration or the off-the-bus celebration? Which is the better one of those two World Series championship celebrations that take Hands place? Hands down, <laughs> the off-the-bus celebration. Off the bus. I did all that. <laughs> it even as exceeds off-the-plate, which you would think would be the most exhilarating experience. Can I tell you the best? I love the... the there's one experience that I love, and that's when you're in the bus and you're with 40, another intimate setting of 40 Olim that just came off the plane. And the plane itself, and then people are kissing the ground, and people are hugging and celebrating their arrival. And But the vacuumness of the of the bus and the doors opening up, and when the doors open up and you have this wave of music and cheering, and, and that envelops the entire 40, 50 people that you're with, and you're singing, you should just know, you don't know this, but when you're coming from the bus, 
when you're coming from the plane to the ceremony, each bus is singing their own songs. We shovel on them, and it's 40 people rocking the yeah. bus, and then the doors open up, and just you have a thousand people cheering, and just that wave of noise coming into the bus. For me, I always cry. That's my moment. <laughs> The ceremony, we can do without the ceremony. That's between <laughs> you and me. And what? Why not? I'm, this is Look, off. This is the end of the side. I can talk this way. When you, when you come off the bus, you're like sucked into the crowd. Right. It's that's like, nice. It's like, like you're, right. it, you're in. You're in. And like, I am part of you. You feel it. that rush Ugh. even more than all the The door plane. opens and you can't believe it. At the end of the ceremony, you're like, I want to leave. No. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Fest, Tony Goldbart, <laughs> co-founders of Nefesh Benefesh, the dream continues, nbn.org.il and 8664-Aliyah. Uh, a lot of these conversations today, I, in fact, Natan Sharansky was here and I, I ended with the... With this, uh, asking for a message for North American Jews, both on the Aliyah front and on the tourism front, you could speak to that as well. You know, you're not just Aliyah uh, representatives; you're people who try to encourage, like we do, North American Jews not to forget Israel, especially during a summer like this. What would you say the message would be to this audience today? If you're going to spend any money, spend it in Israel. That's it. Bottom line. Rabbi Fast, what can you add to that? If you want to move anywhere, move to Israel. He talked about, he's talking about <laughs> We've covered both. Look, but by osmosis, we have 40,000 or so Olim over the last many years. And their parents and cousins and brothers and sisters are connected to them. But each one of those Olim are connected to tens, 20, 30 people. So you can imagine the big family. And they're coming to visit. They're going to buy bread. They're going to go to the hotel. They're going to go on the bus. They're going to go to the movies. They're going to go to the wineries. They're going to go everywhere in the country. And that's giving more to the country. There's no question about it. By the way, the ripple effect that we always cite was amazing today again. I know you know this, but when you see it up close and personal, parents who had made Aliyah two years ago coming here to greet either their first or their last kid who's finally made Aliyah, and, of course, grandparents who are coming to... There was, it looked like a grandmother with her grandson, the soldier, right? Who, But she was here to greet... It has gotten to a, a stage that on the plane, people have competitions between the families of how many multiple generations and how many flights their family, has in taken. essence, has taken. We have eight flights. We've been on eight charters. We've been on 11 charters, and... I think you, they grade themselves by the amount of T-shirts that you see. Here yeah, I know. And some of them do a great job with that. Uh, finally, about the soldiers. So it's 108 this time around. And it, it, people don't even realize that this is from all over the United States. Not necessarily people who have any significant uh, Jewish educational background. They may, just be, they may be barely affiliated with their own Jewish community and daily Jewish life. And yet they keep making this decision to fight for Israel. Uh, what are your impressions as you escort yet another 100-plus brand-new soldiers to the Holy Land? The 100 or so on the plane represents uh, it's, it's just a portion of the 350 that are coming from North America and of the 600, 700 that are coming from the Western countries and out of the 900 that are coming from the entire world. They're close to 1,000 Chaylin Bodidim. And this is incredible because you see that many of them do not have an affiliation or have gone to Yeshiva Day School. Right. And there's a spark. They feel a sense of Jewish identity. They feel a sense of fighting for Israel. They feel a sense of purpose. And you read these essays that they, and you talk to them on the, on the plane, and you're just overwhelmed by just this connection to the land. And either they got it from somewhere, yeah. but they feel they feel that their, their identity, they're looking for uh, a catalyst to somehow evoke more of that identity. Look, they, they, they love Israel. They can wait. 
uh, you know, until they're 25 or 26. And kind of avoid the army, you know. <coughs> Excuse me. But they come exactly at 18 and at 19, and they want to join. Very remarkable. I think they call that a Dafka Nick in this country, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. They Dafka want to They'll come fit right in. They'll They'll fit right they in. will fit right in. That's right. They have the right attitude. Tony, what's that photo like? Is that the first official photo always, the one where all the Chayalim gather together off the plane on this flight and get together with you and Rabbi Fass? That, that's, that's always the first gathering off the yeah. plane during this flight. It's right? nice. It's nice. They want to be a part of us, and we want to be a part of them. It's a family. It's amazing. And I saw Natan Sharansky and some of the other, and, and the president of Israel, who was there on the tarmac, getting into short conversations with the soldiers, fascinated just like we are, where they're from, why they're here, and uh, why they're ready to fight for Israel. Rest, we had uh, Gino and Sar here, uh, and he was also amazed, like talking to them, like a person off the street in Israel, asking them, why are you coming? What's going on? Where are you from? It is it's amazing. remarkable. Mazal tov to both of you. Tony Thank you. Gelbard. Thank you so much. Great seeing you here. Thank, Thank you for you. having us here. Beautiful. We feel at home in Ben Gurion Airport. Hopefully one day we'll feel we'll feel less at home here and more at home somewhere in Israel. What Amen. That, what does that be? It's a beautiful idea? corner you control here. <laughs> I appreciate that. You've decorated it beautifully. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's good to come back once in a while. Well, there you have it. The founders of Nefesh Benefesh. All I can do is remind American jury that there is a web address and a phone number. And that is uh, 866-4-ALIYAH, 866-4-A-L-I-Y-A-H, and uh, a phone no- and a web address, uh, nbn.org.il, nbn.org.il. Final minutes of JM and the AM as we continue at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org.
20 a.m. I begged the world's greatest photographer, Shachar, to take some good pictures here. He said it's impossible. He said, if I'm behind the mic, he can't take any good picture. It would be an impossible venture, he seemed to say. Even he can't take that shot. Well, what can I tell you? That's why I'm uh, built for radio. You know what they say? Uh, ready to wrap things up from Ben Gurion Airport here as we uh, continue our uh, JM and AM adventure to Israel. It all closes out today. We'll be back in the studio in Jersey City tomorrow morning, starting at 6 a.m. Make sure to join us. Mazal tov to everybody here at Nefesh Benefesh as we uh, just spoke to Tony Gelbart and Rabbi Josh Bass. Uh, who have just escorted this amazing flight to the Holy Land with hundreds of Olim and 108 lone soldiers. And uh, anybody out there who's interested in being part of this incredible action, whether it's a group flight or charter flight, you know what you got to do. It's nbn.org.il and 866-4-ALIYAH, 866-4, and then A-L-I-Y-A-H. Shachar, we'll see you on Sukkot, don't forget. See you on Sukkot. I always do this. I plan, I plan adventures with Shachar, which never, ever come... Uh, Come true, you know what I mean? Yeah, well... That's what I do. He may take that that <laughs> offer one day. Oh, yeah, you think so? You think he'll actually show up for Sukkot? No, <laughs> I don't. I think he's, it's more likely he'll come to my house than he'll come to your house. Well, That's how unlikely. Uh, it, it's become like a running joke already at the Nahum Siegel Network. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, um, a big thank you to Stan. Big thank you to PC Guy, thepcguy.co.il, thepcguy.co.il, who fixes computers and does everything you can imagine. Uh, from thousands of miles away if you're in North America. I don't know how he does it. It's some magic that we continue to admire. Um, but you can use that web address to check out the services he provides and to hire him for your next project. It's thepcguy.co.il. A big thank you to our friends at the Inbal Hotel for serving as our home base during this trip and uh, for coming through yesterday with an ab- absolutely gorgeous broadcast site from their ninth floor Executive Lounge Patio. That was pretty gorgeous. That was pretty incredible. Yep. And we thank them for that. And a big thank you to everybody who's hosted us, including the amazing time we had in State Road. And I want to give a special shout-out to both uh, Dr. Joe and Simon, who were two of the people that made our trip so remarkable this time around. I assume they're back listening in the U.S. I imagine. Um, I imagine. Probably wishing that they were here with us, frankly. Well, Although in a few hours, we'll be wishing that we were back here with us. Correct. <laughs> and while Rabbi Fass was making fun of our digs here at Ben-Gurion, we're pretty comfortable here. Isn't I right? know. It's yeah. a shame. But that all right. it is. It is what it is. Um, so there you have it. For those of you who have missed any of today's broadcast, keep in mind that both Natan Sharansky and... Um, those are the box lunches for the uh, oh, site cool. for the uh, Olim. But that both uh, Natan Sharansky and Moshe Fagelin are with us. You may want to check it out later on here at... Um, uh, jmam.org. Great programming all day long on our stream, including, I assume ZK is doing a live lunch today. Hope so. That's happening between 11 and 1 o'clock. And don't forget that our live lunch on Thursday is going to be one of the most fun shows you're ever going to hear. Oh, that was great. We were at the Psagot Winery uh, on Monday, Tuba'av, and we recorded a two-hour live lunch, which will be on this Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, let's just say, <laughs> let's just say we, we took the liberties of the uh, vastness and the looseness of the World Wide Web to do a very interesting Correct. radio program. I don't know if we would have done that show on the radio, but we've done it, uh, and it's in the can, as they say. It was a lot of fun. And it was a lot of fun, and if you want to see and hear uh, somebody who's not that familiar, <laughs> who's not Isn't that, that familiar with wine drinking, do a wine tasting. You'll hear it this Thursday. Uh, they've changed the That Aliyah Moment I'm taking this picture. sign to Make Aliyah Mom. 
PC guy, Sorry. let me just move that chair. I guess they're trying to give, give somebody a message. Oh. oh my gosh. Wow, let me just see that. Let me just take a picture of that sign. So, congratulations to those who have made Aliyah, and hopefully their message for others to do so will come true. That's great. Very, and she listens soon. to JM in the AM. Thank you for listening to JM in the AM. Go. Much appreciated, that's for sure. Only way to really uh, close out the day is with this one, Mishavu Banim. Sea Lands Bomb, Noah Solomon. We're live from the most amazing celebration possible, celebrating Aliyah with JM in the AM.
Things up from Ben Gurion Airport, Achena Israel, and Achim Achem, our brothers and sisters in Israel. We are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Our listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world in the web, jmtheam.org. Special thanks to Stan in our studio and the PC guy here on the spot who's been amazing for us throughout this entire trip. Big, big thank you to Miriam L. Wallach. Thank you very much. This was some incredible journey, wasn't it? That it was. It certainly was. It was, was. Um, plenty more tomorrow, starting at 6 a.m. from Jersey City, and keep it on the stream all day long at jmtheam.org. A big thank you to our friends at Nefesh Benefesh, nbn.org.il, and 866-4-Aliyah. A special shout-out to Yael Perlman of Staten Island. I bet you Ann Carroll's listening today. Yael was among the Olim this morning in Ben Gurion Airport who stopped by our JM in the AM makeshift headquarters. Have a fabulous Tuesday and I hope an inspiring one. Till tomorrow, Nachum Sigal reminding you remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.